Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome, one and all, to the Can We Help You podcast. Maybe that's how we should start our podcasts. Uh, sounds too circusy. Oh. It's all right. Which, oh, I've actually. Wait. What? Speaking of circusy. That's kind of fun. Well, hello. Welcome. Hey, I've got an idea. You know how some podcasts do like live shows? Maybe we could do a live show, but a circus, a live circus. We don't know anything about circuses, circi. How do you say, what's the plural of circus? Can you help Circuses. Circuses. We don't know anything about circuses. We don't have, I don't think anyone who's in circuses knows about circuses. People who are starting circus, if anyone's starting a new circus, I don't think they're like a circus pro. They're not like, hey. I'm oh, no, sure they, they probably work in the industry. There was this horrible story in Melbourne this week, actually, mm. about this circus that was using 13-year-old kids on trapezes without the proper permits. Oh, classic circuses. Naughty Carnies. circus. Tell Very you what, naughty. This is, you know, I, I don't, I, don't um, I mean, tangentially related, I don't go on rides at fairs and shows because oh, they're the ones where someone carnies. always dies. Yeah. yeah I, I love them, that. though. The best ride at, like, Carnivals is the zipper. Have you ever been on the zipper? Which one's the zipper? Okay, I'd never been on it before and I went to the Easter show in Sydney with um, Shane, my best friend and her partner, years ago, and she was like, this is the best ride and I'm looking at it and it's basically like, oh, God, I'm not good at describing. Okay, I'm going to say it's kind of like a big oval and on Mm. the outside are these cages that you sit in and you're not even strapped into them. You just hold a bar in front of your face but you're in like a little cage and each cage rotates on its own spinner. I know what you're talking about. Oh, nah. Uh, No way. Absolutely not. So much Fun, Fuck best ride I've ever been on. I, I fucking it, loved it. If it's if it's anything like what I expect, 
one of those cages is just going to like oh, accidentally yeah. screw off and just yeah, fly totally. to the ground. But the good thing is you're not actually you're not you don't go that high up. The fun is like the oh. spinning, so it doesn't really like I don't think you get that badly hurt if that one wigged out. I like the gravitron. Nah, I went on no? one of those as an. I used to as a kid, and then I went on one as an adult, and I hated it. Oh, it was, I'll be honest, I have not been on one as an adult, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure that I want to. No, it wasn't fun. The one, the last ride I went on, see, like the Easter show, which is mm. you know the the biggest carnival Sydney ever has, sort of thing. Yeah, it's it was a new one, and it was like a big arm, like a big stick, and it had around it, it was like a big circle attached to a stick. Are you, are you talking about the cha-cha? That's not new. No, 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 no. I like the cha-cha. No, this one. I don't one, know why it's called the cha-cha. I know. Fun, though. Yeah, cha-cha-cha. This one has, like, legs on either side. I'm not I'm not doing this justice. Okay, think about, you know, like a baby automatic rocking contraption <laughs> where what? it's got legs and it rocks in between, right? A pirate ship. No, not okay. All right, picture. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the worst podcast to in circus the circus chat. Uh, can we help you go to the circus? <laughs> okay. Picture four legs. All right, four yeah. big tall legs. Yeah. All right, like triangle they, legs. Uh, no, no, triangle is famously three. Oh, you mean like at a slant? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like they go yeah, like a hat, like a yeah, teepee. like a little hat. Yep, gotcha. Yep. Okay. So they go up to a point, and at the very yep. top of the point, there's a stick, like a like a contra. A, Are you a, talking about the claw? Is it the claw? And then it's got the circle on the bottom, and then it and swings. the circle spins. Oh yeah, I had a bad experience spins. on the claw. So I mean, I don't want to, you know, but bad okay. experience on the claw. So much fun, but so oh, intense. Yeah. It gets to the point where you're just like, okay, this is this is actually, I think, too much. Like because the G's, it goes up to some sort of high. Oh jeez. That's uh, way too much. That's what I said when I got off. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, anyway, uh, one time. That one was uh, fun. Uh, one time I went on a claw type ride, mm. and um, uh, I was on with my sister. And about halfway through the ride, she grabbed my arm and she said, "Hey, is this supposed to happen?" And the seatbelt had come completely undone, <laughs> and I was like, "Just hold on, <laughs> hold on for dear life." No. She yeah, so I've died. never got on the claw again. Because those things are really high. Like they yeah. go, they're they're like that's why I'm I was like wigged out when I saw it because I was like, that's a really big ride for the Easter show. Like it was huge. Yeah. Oh my god. What happened yeah, after? Yeah. Did she like sue them? Well, I guess nothing well, happened. Well, I mean nothing really happened. It all just came because, to an end. Hang on, because you've got like the seatbelt on that one, and then usually you've got the yeah, overhead. Yeah, you've got the overhead thing. So the overhead thing was locked into position. But okay. the, the seat the seatbelt's the backup, right? If the overhead thing fails, the seatbelt's there to stop it. You know, stop you falling out. So oh my we God, were already one terrifying. down. I didn't know if we were going to be two down as well. And the, the worst part is, like, what do you do? You're up there, everyone's screaming, they're like, Whoa! And I'm There's like, hello, yeah. hello, help, please, help, help. help. We have the seatbelt's undone. Oh like, my god, your poor sister, that's horrid. Yeah. Um, have you been on a slingshot? What the hell's it? Oh, I want the little no. ball. See, they're fun. They're really wait, wait. Fun. Is that the one where you get in the thing and then it shoots you up and yep. you kind of? And b- there's always and funny. There's always funny videos. Yeah, of I want to do that, but again. Carnies. Really fun. Because if they you're fuck a carny you. and you listen to this, I'm sorry, but I don't trust you. Well, no. I don't trust you. I don't trust your ability to put together 
a, a series of engineering that keeps people safe. You're probably a lovely person, they, but I no, don't trust you with my life. This is the way I think about it, right? They do it every day for their entire lives and how many bad accidents do you hear about? Well, like not that many. Yeah, how many do you hear about is the key, isn't You can't it? keep that a secret if someone dies. Well, you don't know. Um, Welcome to the Can We Help You podcast where we don't usually sit and talk about Carnies and, and circuses and carnivals. This is the podcast where Jack's that guy over there, and me, Sash, we take your questions, dear listener, uh, and we see if we can help you with them. Big, small, it, in between, all types. If you've come here for carnival chat, <laughs> sorry, that's the extent of it. <laughs> that's that's all we're doing. Well, maybe that's enough. Who knows? Maybe it'll be the, our most popular episode yet, and then we have to. You're right. Become we have to car- we have to turn into podcast. a carnival podcast. Oh my god! Maybe we could become a carnival review podcast, and we just travel oh, the world going to all different carnivals. That's a great idea. That's so much fun. Is that we a job? We can interview carnies. Yeah, we interview them. We get to eat all the food. Okay, what's your favorite? What's your go-to? And you can use a specific example from a specific yeah. carnival, right? Because I have one in my head that's quite specific. Mm. What's so? I want you to give me your favorite carny food, as in like your typical carny food, and then fav- favorite food you've eaten at a carnival. If that makes sense, I'll explain to you what I mean. Yeah, Sydney East show they have a food pavilion, right? And it's oh like, yeah, yeah, like you can get show. good food, right? Not just yeah. hot dogs and stuff. And there was an Italian place, and they did fresh gnocchi. And um, cannoli. And, oh. oh, my God, every year Shane and I would run straight to that Yum. tent so that we could get cannoli and, um, and, 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 and gnocchi. But I have to say, like, my, my go-to is a Dagwood dog. I just love a good oh, old. Oh, classic. Yeah, gross, classic so gross. I can, never, I can never finish them, but it's just it's the one I always have yeah, to have. They're not, oh, they're not oh, good. And freshly squeezed lemonade. Oh, nice. The country-style lemonade. Yeah, I think a carnival is the first time I ever tried Goslemi. Gosselin, yeah. Whatever, however you say it. Anyway, oh this is the first I time I ever tried it. And I've never had it before. And that's really good. It's not big in Melbourne. It's the difference in Melbourne and Sydney that I've noticed, right? Growing up in Sydney, we have a, a huge proportion um, of Lebanese people in our population. Mm-hmm. So there is just the best Lebanese food and Turkish food, Gosleme and kebab shops everywhere and stuff. And you get the good pit air and all the, all the nice stuff. But in Melbourne, yeah. because it's a higher Greek population, there's more Greek restaurants. So you get yeah. more Yiros and stuff like that. So Which are I also have a, good. Also good. Also great. Less common at carnivals though. But in like in shopping centres, right, in Sydney, there's at least two kebab shops and there's like usually a Gosleme shop and stuff like that. I've I've never seen a kebab shop in a Mm. shopping centre in Melbourne. That said, I've only been to Chadston. So (laughs) So maybe that wasn't a good example. Yeah, well, that's the fashion capital. That's not the kebab capital. (laughs) It's around the corner. I I will say when I was in LA, and I will be again soon, I'm sure, but when I was there, we were staying in in Glendale, which is sort of like, uh, I don't know how well people know LA, but it's kind of north of downtown. And uh, Did you go to Skid Row? I've heard that's really scary. No, no. It's really bad, right? Down on Skid Row. Lots of Sounds homeless there. Lots fun. of homeless everywhere. Yeah. Um, anyway. Glendale's sort of like um, there's lots of Eastern European population, which is oh. great. We went to this like Eastern, like authentic Eastern European did bakery. You have it was amazing. Pierogi? What did I have? Can't remember. Anyway, uh, in Glendale, there's like a strip of shops that are kebab shops. 
What? It's like the kebab shop strip. And there's like either side, there's like kebab shops. Are they different or are they just literally all selling the same thing? Oh, I don't know. I didn't go in, but they're like <laughs> proper restaurants for kebabs. And yeah. the one, and I knew this was the one that you had to go to, I didn't end up going there because we didn't stop in Kebab Town. <laughs> Why not? That should be like, I, I know, like right? total pit stop, like must stop here. There was one that said on the sign, the main sign, kebab, I can't remember what it's called, like kebab, kebab town World. or kebab house or something like that. Yeah. And on the sign it said, guaranteed not to cause indigestion. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's how you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't promise that. If you, like, a, a kebab is a roll of the dice, right? <laughs> like, you have to be prepared. Same as Indian. If I have Indian, it's like, okay, do I have oh, to yeah. be anywhere? where I can't do a poop in the next 24 hours because I need to make sure that I've got access to a toilet just in case. Depending on Indian, you either get indigestion or you get super digestion. Mm. (laughs) Uh, I was trying to think of like a Superman word to say that. I guess super digestion works. I just wanted to say something. Super digestion man. It's diarrhea man. Diarrhea man. Woo. Fun. I love food. Me too. Hey, before we get into it, actually, I'll say because you said me and I and you're there. I'm Franco's here. joining us again today. Hi, Franco. And I, Hello. I, I will say thanks for joining us, Franco. Mm. Thank you for um, having me. Thank you for introducing me. I've just been bursting to talk for the last <laughs> four minutes. You're in New South Wales, and so you're allowed to do things now. How I am. Like? I just got back from a haircut. That's oh why I was a little bit late. God. Oh, I can't. You really, still look I, like a carny. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I've decided to keep the long hair. I've just made it a little bit less annoying. Oh. Nice. Well done. Was it? How did it feel? Liberating. Did you get your? Did you get a little head massage? No, I, I go to a place that doesn't do that. It's oh. like a bar- barbers don't really do that. Yeah, it's do just they? a barber. They don't even take bookings. You just rock up. And rock. How much wait. do you pay for it? I paid twenty bucks. Oh, nice. that's pretty good. Nice. That's, yeah. For twenty bucks, I don't expect a hair, a hair, a head massage. I pay forty, I get a head massage. Do you go to a yeah. hairdresser or a barber? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or a salon. I go to a salon. <laughs> that's a long I, I used to go to a fancy place when I lived in Melbourne, yeah. and that was you know double the price, but. Yeah, head it's massage. It's nice. They give you a standard. beer, right? Like, yeah, they yeah. give you a beer. Was that the but wolf this, one? But this place does. This place does too on Friday Arvos. Nice. Is it? It's a Friday Arvo, isn't it? Oh, kind yeah. of. I was there at midday. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> midday beers. Mm. The reason I, well, not the only reason. Franco's here, so he should be able to talk. Yeah, he can and talk also, whenever he wants. Franco, feel free to talk. We don't have to introduce you every time. Uh, you I just know. Chime I know. In. I think he um, was just enjoying Carney chat as much as we were. <laughs> yeah, I didn't um, really have anything to add. <laughs> I wanted to bring Franco into the fold because I have a little surprise at the end. We've been trying oh. to get somebody on the podcast and uh, <laughs> we're going to get there one way or another and I have a little surprise at the end. I'll, I'll We'll do the podcast and at the end I've got something for you. You don't have Louis Tomlinson. Well, just you don't. Uh, wait till the end um, and you see. This is also a surprise to me. I also don't know who this is. <laughs> so it's going to be a surprise for me as this well, This is going to be Louis Tomlinson's old barber. Uh, you don't like know. Just, just, just wait and see. All right. Let's – how about we get into it? Let's help out. <laughs> All right. I've got one from Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. Thanks now, for your question. This is a little bit long. So, again, just bear with me. Not in a bad way. It's just, you know, people – I just wonder if people get mad if we have to read out a really long question and so I always, like, you know, disclaimer it. But Is it um, worse for us to read out a long question or for Ronnie to have not their entire question 
mm. out. See, that's the problem. I'd always rather have a bit more detail because we're always like, mm. whoa, how old are they? It's what true. Every question we're got? like, yeah. what about this? What about yeah. that? Oh, did they say this? Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully Ronnie's got it all in this question. Okay. <clears throat> Um, I'm a very early 30s man of some means. I've recently... Wait, wait, wait. Very early 30s. What does that mean? 30? (laughs) 30 or 31. Like early 30s (laughs) is like easily like either 30 and then early 30s is like 32. So what? Very early 30s is what? Like late 30 to 31 and a half? Why wouldn't you just say your age as well? No offence, Ronnie, (laughs) but why wouldn't you just say, hey, I'm 31? (laughs) Yeah. What's with the very early... Sounds like a lie now. It sounds like you're actually like 38. Anyway, I'm a very early 30s man of some <laughs> means. I've recently become single, but I really want to become a father, especially oh. before I get too old. I consider anything about 35 as old for being a parent to a newborn. I've been looking into international surrogacy. Uh, in some countries, it's possible to pay money. They find an egg. Nine months later, you get a kid. Being really honest, I looked at the database of egg donors and it's incredible. Much better genes than I'm likely to find locally. That's interesting. Oh, wow. Significant financial investment aside, is this an okay thing to do? I feel bad bringing a kid into the world as a deliberately solo parent. I believe kids need both a mother and a father as they take on different roles. On the other hand, I think I'd make a great parent and it's something that's really important to me. would love to hear your thoughts on this. So basically, to summarise... Ronnie's looking into international surrogacy so that yep. they can have a child. They're in their very early 30s, so uh-huh. 30 or 31 years old. <laughs> They've got enough money. Um, the question is, is it a bad idea to bring a kid into the world um, as a as a solo parent? I think that, I mean, first of all, I don't think 35 is too old to be a parent, these days especially. No. Uh, you know what, though? I know I know parent people. <laughs> <laughs> People who are parents who have their kids in their, like, mid-20s and they're like, I could not do this. And now they're, like, mid-30s and they're like, I couldn't have done this now because I'm so tired all the time. But but what I will say is that people always say, like, oh, I couldn't do it like this and I couldn't do yeah. it like that. And it's like, yep. you just make it work with kids. My parents were so poor when I was born yeah. and I didn't die. I'm fine. In fact, yeah. I didn't even come close to dying. I was great the whole way through. Yeah, I think my parents were, I think my dad was 33 when I was born and 41 when my sister was born. So, yeah. you know. No, I agree. 35 isn't too old. But that said, like, you know, that's kind of Ronnie's idea. They For them, they would ideally like to be a parent before yeah, they're yeah. 35. Yeah, yeah. In short, no, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think as long no. as you have, yeah, like you said, you have the means and the ability, bloody go for it. That yeah. said, though, if you'd rather, like, have two parents involved um, and, you know, it can be hard if, you know, you're interested in finding a, a long-term partner to settle down with and stuff, um, you know. If you're trying to do that while you have a, 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 a young very, child. very young child. Although kid, babies can be good for dating. No, oh, Single father. I don't know. Can Seems babies like be good for dating? Well, yeah, you just. <laughs> They're not a dog, Jackson. You don't like know. walk no, them through the park you, on a leash. In the, in the supermarket, the single dad with the, the little baby. and oh No, God, because so people cute. will see. I think people, like particularly if it's a baby, people will automatically yeah. think that there's another person involved, not like a partner. Mm. I don't know. I've seen it a lot on sitcoms. Seems like a thing. <laughs> I don't think it's a thing. I think you're making it up. I wouldn't <laughs> want to take a baby on a date. No, not on the date. <laughs> on the date. What, what happens when you're like, hey, you want to come up to my room? Sorry, I'll just put Johnny to bed. 
Well, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's what you have to do when you have a young baby and you're trying to date. I mean, Ronnie, you're early 30. Very, sorry, very early 30s. Very early 30s. <laughs> let, me, let me clarify that. <laughs> you know, you said 35. Can you give it a couple of years? See if you meet someone who you'd like to have a kid with? My mm. dad, I'm pretty sure, was, was, no, he was 34, I think, when I was born. And back then that was old, in the 90s, early 90s. That was quite old for people to be having kids. I think but it's very was different 26. dating when you're in your 20s and dating when you're in your 30s as well because I, I knew someone who, you know, was probably 32 or 33 when yep. they met their husband and, you know, after three years together they were married and had a kid. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of a lot more normal when you're in your yeah. very early 30s. I saw, I saw <laughs> an ad for Match.com on the TV and it was basically saying dating in your 30s is different to dating in your 20s and I was like, hmm. I wonder what it would be like to date again. I feel like it would be – I only have experience of dating in my teens and, like, early 20s. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't, don't know what any, it would be like as an adult. Yeah, I don't have any experience dating as an adult. Well, I was an adult. I was 18, but I don't really count 18 as an adult. In my head, I'm like, you're, you know, you're old. You, you, like, yes, you're an adult, but, you know, you're still a teenager. Like, you're a teen. Yeah. Um, I don't have any experience. I always watch stuff and I'm like, is that really what it's like? Because I feel like when you're dating when you're a teenager or your early 20s, like it's you usually meet when you're drunk and. Yeah. It's just. Or you're friends with a friend or, you know, yeah. you're whatever. You're out at a club or you're on holiday or whatever. Oh, I've always wanted a holiday romance. Every time I went overseas yeah. as a teenager before I met Shane, like to a like tropical island destination, yeah. I'd always hope to have a holiday romance, like every time. Because my mum always told me about her. She had a Fiji oh, fling she? when oh, she was hello. when she was fourteen, and like oh my goodness! No, like yeah, met a, ten, a fellow teenager, fellow oh, young okay, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, right. okay, yeah, so, what? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, wow, I was confused for a second. I was no, like, she she Mom, went over. Hello. And, she went with her family and like would like sneak off with this other teenage Cute. boy. I know, and I'm like, that sounds Raunchy. so much fun. Yeah, I never, I never. It never happened to me. I feel like I was too awkward of a teenager to, to be able to actually do that. Like I wish I was cool enough to be like, yeah, I'm having a, uh, you know, a, a, a holiday fling, vacay fling. I was way too awkward for that. What, did you, didn't you, didn't you have girlfriends when you were that age? Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. I, yeah, look, yeah, I had girlfriends through high school and stuff, but I just. I, it's uh, by yeah. circumstance, right? It wasn't a real, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not like a real partnership. I wasn't like out there, like putting myself out there, you know. It just sort of happened and it was great, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but you know, it's not the same as like a vacay fling. Like that's pretty. That's hot. That's, wow. So hot. If I ever, Shane and I ever break up, like I'm going to just go to like Greece or something and just live in Greece <laughs> for a few months and just like meet sexy people and sexy dance and eat calamari in the water. Oh, God, yeah. I want to go to Greece so bad. You go to, um, what's the party island? Well, there's Mykonos is, I think, the party oh, yeah. island. I've been to Santorini, which is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. But, yeah, very, very Never crowded. Been. Next time I'd go, I'd go to some of the more outer islands, some of the more quiet ones. <laughs> um, Sorry, Ronnie, back to you. I think, Ronnie, actually, mm. maybe you could look into adoption. Well, no, I don't think that's what their conundrum is. I think what they're looking at, I think adoption's great. It could be a good idea. Like if you, if you, you know, I don't know, it, it, there's lots of children out there who need parents. Who, Absolutely. Who don't no, have them. A hundred percent. But I think their question was more, should I be a parent mm. without a partner? 
as in should I be a sol- an intentionally solo parent? That was more their question. But Ronnie, definitely consider adoption. Um, Absolutely. Jax is right. There's, and all over the world as well. It's such a difficult process though from what I've is heard. It? Adoption? Oh, yeah. there's a good show on Apple TV Plus called Trying which takes on adoption and that's a really good show but it does look difficult from that. Yeah, yeah. It's like pretty full on particularly if you're trying to adopt overseas and stuff. Yeah. Um, but Ronnie, you know... <laughs> If it's something you really feel like you want to do yeah. before you're 35, like if you're convinced, like, no, I, that's what I want. Yeah, then, and you feel like you're ready for it. Yeah, there are so many children. All a child needs is food and love. That's all they need. Mm. As long as you can feed them. Sorry, food, shelter, clothing, love. They need clothing and they <laughs> yeah. need somewhere to live. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like yeah. that's that's the basic. And that's what I mean. Like when I say my parents were poor, they, they there was no shortage of love. You know what I mean? Like they they yeah. – we didn't have a big house or anything. We lived in a one-bedroom apartment in, in on the northern beaches, and oh, God, I, I, right, I was born. I, I was born Rich in the middle of northern no. beaches. Well, Mum. Oh, was from, it was only a one-bedroom apartment in the northern beaches. I wish I lived in a one-bedroom apartment in the Me northern too. beaches. <laughs> Me too. No, but like they didn't. They didn't have a car. Like it was. You know, you can yeah, be because I could just walk to the beach. You can be poor anywhere. You don't have to be in. You know, a lower socioeconomic <laughs> suburb to be poor. It's because dad's family, that's where dad was. Dad's work was there um, and so they stayed there because that's where he had to work and mum was obviously not working. Anyway, it doesn't, doesn't matter. They were poor. They had no money. It was the middle of summer when I was born and they had to put, mum put a wet sheet over my cot as oh, in yeah, like classic. hung it, not, you know, not so that I could like hung it over the cot and then put the yeah. fan on it so that I'd have some sort like like yeah, poor yeah, yeah, people yeah. air conditioning. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have air conditioning for like 20 years in well, this house. Well, it's not even so a moved, thing. Yeah. I moved into this house when I was eight years old. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't 20, maybe it was 15 years, but, you know. Yeah, I was the same. The house that I lived in, so my parents bought a house when I was five and that house we didn't get air conditioning for, yeah, similar jacks, like eight years or something. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I remember on hot days mum used to get up early, open everything so we'd get like the cool air from the night and then at yeah. nine o'clock shut everything, shut all the blinds, yeah. turn all the fans on and we'd sit in the darkness all day because it was too bloody <laughs> hot. It's like you can't do that anymore. Pe- places have to have air conditioning yeah. because of how hot it's gotten in the world lately. So, you know, that's not even an option. But, yeah, Ronnie, kids need love. If you can give them that love, if you've got as well, if you've got family around you who can help you and things like that, bloody go for it. Like, there's, we, you know, I think we're all realising that the common trope of uh, married with someone and then you have a baby and then the mother stays home is just so old. It's just, it's, we don't have to do it that way anymore. I find the idea of like gene shopping fascinating and not like in a Levi's shop. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, like, like looking at, at potential donors. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, well, you have to pick if I don't, I don't, I am, I have no idea specifically mm. about it, but I do know, like, yeah, you have to pick Wow. what egg, where, who the egg comes from. It's like, um, what do they call it? Designer babies. It's like people mm. who go, oh, I want um, the, you know, I want the uh, male genes or the sperm like donor to have been tall with dark wow. hair and blue eyes. Yeah, you can do that. It's kind of like, like eugenics, really. 
Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I feel like we shouldn't get into that. It's quite. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just making the point because there's it, there's a lot of controversy around yeah, right. around designer yeah, babies. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know you could do that at all. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought you just you just get a you get a, a donor egg or a donor sperm. Or no, something. mate. No, nah, it's like a little wow. catalog. No, nah, it's not. I, I don't know specifically how it works, but yes, you can. They tell you about the person that it came wow. from. I mean, think about it. I mean, I guess the pe- it's hard because I guess the people go through a screening process, right? Like they wouldn't have any diseases. Yeah. Oh or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but so wait, so obviously they don't take your photo because it's supposed to be relatively no, anonymous. No, it's completely but, anonymous. But there's got to be like, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how much data they have on that you can select, but I wonder if there's a point where you're like, I know who that person <laughs> could be. <laughs> no. I think there's some crazy stories I've seen floating around where it's like, oh. My sp- the sperm, like my sp- people end up knowing who their sperm donor yeah. father was or whatever and they were supposed to, oh, it's it's so hard. I guess the other thing, Ronnie, that you do have to consider is are you going to be willing for your child or is it an option in that process for your child to then be able to find out who their mother mm. is? Because, you know, I think most people, no matter it's like adopted kids, right, who have yeah. the best lives and, you know, they, they consider their adopted parents their their biological parents, but then they get to a point where they're curious about where they yeah. physically came from. So, you know, it's got to be you have to take that into consideration as well and whether that's going to be difficult for you or whether you don't care and you're like, yeah, absolutely, you can go meet your surrogate or whether your surrogate's going to want to. They might not want to have anything to do with it, but then your kid wants to and then you've got to be like, oh, actually, I'm sorry, you can't go meet them. So, it you know, it's definitely not an easy way to have a kid, but if it's something that you really care about and you're really committed to, then I think you should absolutely go for it or consider adoption. I've just been looking at donor profiles. This is a whole new world. (laughs) Really? What? Tell us. So what is it, like a website? I'm looking at um, Zytex is a company. I don't know where they are or what country they're in. I wouldn't wouldn't get a donor egg from somewhere called Zytex. Oh, hey, hey, just we don't don't disparage the lovely people at Zytex. We don't know anything about them (laughs) yet. They they could could be fantastic. They could be the world leader and they could sponsor us. (laughs) I'm looking at donor number 5426. Uh Uh-huh. And it's got a name in quotation marks, so it's okay. obviously a fake name. Yeah. But there's quite a lot of details here. I think there's there's photos of a child, oh, really? and I don't know if that's like no. the person as a child or the the oh, maybe. of what the child could yeah. look like. Well, that would make sense because yeah, you could put you, they wouldn't be able to identify you from a photo of you as a kid because you don't look like that anymore. Give us give us some details. Yeah. What what's okay. the info? Yeah. So so meet meet the donor. It's. It's quite an accomplishment to obtain Eagle Scout status and donor 5426 knows it. He also draws and plays piano and guitar oh my God. in addition to attending a prestigious engineering school. Whoa. He loves storytelling and the emotions and memories a good story will invoke. What the hell? If wow. you want 5426 to be your donor. I want 5426 to be my donor. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. an American website or Australian? I don't know. No, I think it might be. There's a check mark here for Canadian compliance, so oh, maybe, maybe it's like an international agency. Oh, it's like Canada. Tinder for sperm. Yeah, wow. You can swipe right or left. Do they have the same thing for eggs, Franco? For lady donors? I specifically sper- searched sperm donors. But, it's a um, big thing. I'm sure I they think, would. Oh no, it's it's. I don't think you get paid for it. Actually, not not. Are for, you sure? Yeah, no. I think it's literally like you just. Spoof in a cup, and it's like here you go. Sorry, I think, I think you get paid in 
Not in Australia, but in other countries. I get feel paid like for it. some places you get paid for it. Okay, do Google. Hey, I feel like you get paid for your plasma as well. Your plasma, your sperm. But people donate blood, right? And that's yeah, yeah. that's donating. You don't get yeah. anything in return except yes. for a good feeling. In, in your America, heart. they definitely pay for plasma. Yeah. I wonder how much. I wonder how much you can get for sperm. And is it like per sperm or per load? Per sp- <laughs> oh God! Don't say load and sperm in the same sentence. Um, so in Australia, <laughs> you get uh, reimbursed for any. Suitable sperm donation cost. <laughs> I took a taxi What's a here. Suitable sperm donation <laughs> yeah. cost. But it is illegal to be paid for the yeah. donation itself. Oh, I had to pay for the porn that I watched while I did it, so you'll I have to reimburse that, me. I think someone's probably claimed that in the past. No, because in Ka- in Kath and Kim, right? There's a joke that Kel, one of the guys in the show. Um, used to be a sperm donor, and he's like, mm. "Oh yeah, it was just a little hobby of mine." I, it's a joke, obviously. Like, but maybe not. Like, people probably do it, and they're like, "This, I." It brings me joy to think that I will well, help a couple conceive a child. Yeah, I mean, people in Australia do it, and you don't get paid for it, so there's got to be a reason. Mm. It does say here, though, in other countries, sperm donors can make up to twelve thousand dollars a year. Oh Damn. my god, that's a nice little site. Forget like TikTok and shit. Go be a yeah. sperm donor. That's a pretty re- reliable side hustle. You can do it. You can do it a few times a day, you know. <laughs> Wasn't there a show that, that in Australia based on like a true story of a man who uh, just donated a heap of sperm and clearly was a good donor and had like so 18 children or something yeah. and they all like got together? and mm, Yeah, I feel like I've seen something. I, I I can't think of a specific, but I feel like yes, I've I've heard something. I think along that might have been lines. like a sixty minutes thing. That sounds like. Wow, th- this this whole world is fascinating. Well, Ronnie, um, <laughs> if you want to go for it, I say. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you have love, food, clothing, and shelter for the child, it will be fine no matter what. And the whole idea of like, oh, a kid has to have a mum, a, a woman, you know, a female role model and a male role model. I also don't think that. That's true either. Um, I think, like I said, love, food, clothing, shelter, and your kid will be all right. Let us know what you decide and, yeah. and, and what happens. I'd, I'd be, I'm fascinated to know now. Yeah, ditto. Yeah. All right. And the process also, what we didn't touch on was the whole process of an overseas surrogate. Like that's wild. Yeah. Like you, wild. that's like, you know, pe- women overseas who, who do that, um, you know, make sure you go through a reputable agency and stuff. Like don't yeah, do yeah, anything yeah. dodgy. You don't want to exploit those women because yeah. I have heard horror stories. So. Do it the right way, Ronnie. I'm fascinated. Let, keep us, keep us, keep in touch. Let us know what's happening. Absolutely. I want to know. Yeah, me right. too. I have a question here from Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. Hi, Ronnie. Question. Thank you very much. If you have a question, by the way, you can send oh, it yeah. through at Can We Help You Podcast on all socials. Can We Help You Podcast.com. You can submit a form that way, or Can We Help You Podcast at gmail.com. So many options. Okay, Ronnie <laughs> writes. Recently, I've been struggling to find motivation to get work done and get out and exercise. Got any advice for me on how to stay on top of work and finding the time and motivation to get out there and exercise? Woo, jazzercise. Good question, Ronnie. I think we all suffer with this. Particularly at the moment. And the thing is, the Northern Hemisphere is going into winter. Mm -hmm. And like Melbourne, for example... It's supposed to be spring, but it, it's basically winter. It's like pissing down rain out there at the moment. Although rain doesn't mean anything. Yes. No, no, no. But winter's particularly hard to get motivated 
to exercise and stay mm-hmm. active, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. As I someone like, who struggles with this myself. I don't <laughs> like exercise at all. So yeah. for me, the best thing for me, and I'm not saying that you should go out and do this because it's a huge responsibility, getting a dog for me. Like oh, before yeah. I had Jack, um, I never walked. I hated walking. Like I was anti-walking. I was one of those friends who'd be like, oh, we're five minutes away, let's catch an Uber. Like I'm not walking. Yeah. I hate walking. Sucks. And so having a dog, like you have to. And I'm not one of those people, like my dog is like my child. So, you know, people get dogs. I know people who have dogs and don't walk them. Mm -hmm. And like to me, I'm like, that's just shit. Like you need, unless your dog for some reason can't walk. There was a period of time where we didn't walk Jack because um, we were trying to get his anxiety under control and the walks were just too stimulating for him. That aside, you know, for most dogs, going on a daily walk is very important for them. It gives them exercise. It um, When they sniff, I don't know if you knew this, but when a dog sniffs, uh, it releases endorphins and goes into their brains. That. Yeah, it's really good for them. I wish, I, I wish that would happen to me. I know. I wish I just had to sniff a room and feel better. Like, <laughs> ooh, how easy. Um, and, yeah, so for me, like, it was I would get home from work. I'd have the worst day. I was so tired. My feet hurt. And I would strap Jack into his harness and I'd take him for a walk because I was a good dog mum and I knew that's what I had to do. So for me, and it's the same with um with Crumpet now, like he loves his walks and we actually go to the park now because he plays nicely with other dogs and other humans. So he has a big run around and it's like, it's actually so much fun for me. I really enjoy it. And I, it was the same with Jack. I loved doing it. But the other thing for me that helped was finding something I could do at home. Because oh, yeah. before that, like, I, ne- I was never a gym person. I did yoga in studios, but we'd go, like, once a week because it's such a it's such a commitment to, like, have to be like, okay, I've got to take my yoga gear to work. I've got to, you know, make sure I'm out at five on the dot to rush there to get to this class and then I'm manic from the day and I can't really get into it. For yeah. me, um, finding yoga at home has been, like, huge and then making a commitment. So for me, I just started kind of doing it randomly and then the commitment became once a day. So yeah. even if it's for 10 minutes, even if I do a little 10-minute ditty, like, I make sure that I I get on the mat every day and yeah for me it's easy I don't if I don't want to put a bra on I don't have to put a bra I can do it naked if I want I haven't yet but I'm thinking about doing it because I think that looks like a really good time yeah like you you all you need is an internet connection you can do it for free you don't have to pay for it like yeah. I set up my space and yeah so for me um finding something that was a bit more accessible and easy to do where you didn't have to drive or buy fancy equipment or pay a membership yeah, I think that's the important thing is, is finding what works for you and it's going to be different for everyone. Some people love the gym. Some people don't. I hate the gym. Some people Ugh. like to go on a walk, so I don't mind going for a walk. Yeah. But, yeah, I was kind of like you. I was very anti-exercise, mm. et cetera, et cetera. But for me, I think that the Apple Watch uh, was a good uh, catalyst because uh-huh. it keeps it's like it keeps you accountable in a, in a sense that, yeah, you're only accountable to yourself effectively, but it's almost like keeping you accountable to someone else even though it's just a watch. <laughs> So maybe That's a creepy. Fitbit could help. Yeah. Um, okay. So or, tell me. Or Apple Watch. Tell me yeah. why. Like, what is it? Because I've I don't have an Apple Watch. I'm anti Apple mm. Watch. I don't know why. I'm not seriously, but I'm just like I don't want one. What is it? What do they do? Because I hear people talk about the circles and then yeah, the, the thing where it's like stand. You gotta fill your rings. Yeah. yeah yes. You gotta fill me rings. All right. Give give me an un or Fitbits, and not just Apple Watches. Like let's yeah, f- yeah. not forget. There's plenty. But what is it? A what have they done that has motivated you well, to the, exercise? The Apple Watch specifically has the rings, and it has a movement ring, a standing ring, and an exercise ring. And I always hit the the stand ring because it's it's not that hard. It's twelve hours of standing a day. Twelve and hours. 
Yeah. It's standing up uh, once per hour. Yeah, once per hour, hours. 12 hours. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, For that's like fine. a minute or something. Yeah, so right, not right, an right. It's just not sitting in bed or, or laying down yeah. all day. Sure, 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 cool. The other two tend to scale based on your level of you know, what works for you. So if you are consistently not hitting your goals, it will scale it down for you for a week and or, or however long, and then once you hit your goals, it will scale it back up. So you're constantly kind of challenging yourself. Aww. It's movement and exercise. Exercise is specifically doing exercise for 30 minutes and movement is a particular amount of, you know, calories or kilojoules or whatever. Would walking count as exercise? Uh, it, it does can, for me. Yes. It does yep. for me too. Yeah. Um, and so that's 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 an easy way to a keep yourself accountable and to just sort of have something there as a reminder. And the reality is, look, for me, it was the Ring Fit that kind of started off my journey. Nintendo Switch, Ring Fit, it's the best. If you're like, <laughs> if you're not into it and you like games or whatever, get the Ring Fit. It's so good. Okay. Uh, uh, same is just it the trust same me. is it the same kind of idea like you're at home like you you can yeah. literally like for me with yoga I can like I said I can do it for 20 minutes and like I've done it and I I've moved and I've stretched and even yeah yes. if I haven't like for me that's like exercise I'm like happy for that to count yeah. as my exercise because I walk as well every day so I tried like I tried the Chris Hemsworth app and just not for me mm. but the ring fit it's uh, it's the best thing. Is ever. this the you, one you, that they currently are using Isla Fisher in the ads for? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's so good. And is it's, this it's new? Basically, I thought it was new. Or is uh, it, it's a couple of years old. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you go at your own pace. You get a little leg strap and a ring, and it's just it's fun. It's easy to do. You could only do as much as you want or as much as you need, and it's done for the. I, I, it's I'll talk it up forever it's the best thing that's <laughs> how ever long happened have to you me. had this for i didn't even know you did this yeah i reckon about a year and a half oh my god you've been holding it's out so on good. Us. i the in the first sort of couple of months i lost like 10 kilos doing the ring fit and walking that it as in that's all you did yeah you didn't change your diet because for me i always find like if i if i want to lose weight i it has mm. to be food related for me no no i didn't really didn't change my i started to eat a bit less and a bit more consciously but mm. didn't really change what i was eating other than eating a bit less crap yeah um but yeah eating similar stuff just ring fit and walking and it just i lost like 10 kilos and it was it's the it's all it's it's the, it's the <laughs> best thing ever and the thing is the apple watch then it starts to motivate you more and you just got to find something like, that works. Yeah, and for me it wasn't, you know, some people they like to get up in the morning and do their workout and then get ready for the day. I hate that. For me it's the afternoon. I like going for a walk in the afternoon or doing the ring fit in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's just find what works for you. Um, for Franco, Get the ring fit, I'm telling you. Give it a shot. <laughs> okay, there you go, Ronnie. Get the ring fit. Nintendo um, sponsor us. Give us a free <laughs> ring fit. <laughs> for Franco, we know that he liked doing or he likes doing what Squash. What, no, what was that sporting group called? Oh, oh multi-sport. Multi-sport. Oh, multi-sport so comes maybe... back next week. I'm oh, so excited. What's your oh my first God. sport? I haven't checked, actually. I think um, if we're on the same schedule as we were, it would be soccer, I think. Oh, fun. Yeah, see, Ronnie, yeah. something like that as well if you like um, if you like sports. Something that I've found because I'm much more fit now than I used to be is you need to find like a, a gateway sport or exercise yeah. that kind of the ring fit. 
Yeah. So find <laughs> your ring you. fit. Find like your try gateway. everything and find the thing that makes you want to exercise and yeah. then other exercises become yeah. much easier. Yeah, see, for me, because I was so anti-exercise, right, the thing that I loved about yoga was the promise that you get to lie down at the end of it and <laughs> meditate for a bit. I'm not joking. Like that was Amazing. that was enough motivation for me to go, I know I'm working hard right now, but I know that in 25 minutes I'm going to get to lie on my back all sweaty and feeling really, really proud of myself and I get to meditate and they tell me that it's good for me and that you know my the the yoga chick I do um I subscribe to her uh program she's always like let the let the let the nutrients of your practice soak in like you're actually doing something while you're lying down like that for me (laughs) and like obviously the um uh yeah the the mental health side of it like being able to meditate even just for five minutes or two minutes or whatever like it all kind of was this nice little ball. And then when I'm exercising, I don't really feel like I'm exercising. And if I'm finding it really hard, I know I get to lie down at the end and that's just great. And I know Ronnie's sort of concerned about getting all, you know, all their work done and also fitting in an mm. exercise. Look, it doesn't have to be, particularly the start, It does. you don't have to set aside an hour or an mm-hmm. hour and a half. Go for 20 minutes. Go for, yep. ten, go for a 15-minute walk. Do a 10-minute you know? yoga. They exist. Yeah. Yoga with Adrian. I will recommend it. I, this is by no way sponsored because she doesn't need sponsors because <laughs> 6 million people watch her videos every month. If she would like to sponsor us, that would be great. <laughs> no, we, yeah, absolutely not. She's like, no. Um She's huge, like she's ginormous all across the world. I can highly recommend that if yoga might be something you'd like to try. And, yeah, you can – like some days I'm the same, Ronnie. I'll get home and I'm like, I've got to walk the dog. I've got to get dinner together. I've got to do this and do that. And, oh, I've made a commitment to myself. I need to get in. I need to do yoga. Okay, I'll go up and I'll do literally 15 minutes. I've ticked the box. I always feel better yeah. afterwards and I know I'm doing something good for my body as well. So, you know, yeah. find find your gateway. And start small, like you, yeah. you don't have to, yeah. And, and you know, commit to it. Commit to like ten minutes a day, and mm. then once you do that, after a month, you'll be like, "This is great." You yeah, know, I can I do more. Do I want to do yeah. more. I want to do whatever. You know, ten minutes a day for a month or six weeks or whatever. Like that's so easy. And then, like on the weekends, if there's one that you particularly like, this, again, sorry to wrap it on, but this is what I do with yoga. Like during the week, I'll do shorter videos, and then on the weekend, I'll always do like an hour class each day because I've got the time yeah. and I can fit it in. And it's like I look forward to it because I'm like, oh, I get to do like a longer class today because during the week I am more busy and I'm more tired and you know. But on the weekends, I want to give it my all. Yeah. So you can also commit to that. I think we spend too much time judging ourselves for all sorts of things, but particularly when it comes to exercise and, you know, maybe our weight or whatever. Yeah. We tend to think like, you know, oh, if I don't do an hour, then I'm not doing enough. Or, or if I don't, if I only do 10 minutes, then what am I really doing? Is it really worth it? doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes is better than zero minutes. Absolutely. You know, eating, eating a cake, piece of cake once a week is better than eating a cake Every day for the week, you know, it's the little things just, just build up over time. Yeah. Balance. A hundred percent. I'm all about balance. Last last night. Literally yoga balance. Yep. I took, I took the dog for a walk. Um, I ate really well all day. I came home from the walk. I went up and did my yoga, came downstairs, poured a glass of red wine, ordered fish and chips, and it was fucking great. I love fish and chips. Oh my God. It was so good last night. It was a really good serving of fish and chips. What do you get? What do you get? Well, cause Shane's annoying and he's like. We had this great – did you ever eat – you probably didn't. Did you ever eat mum's fish and chips on the Central Coast? No. Nah. Oh, my God. Like I've just – I've never had fish and chips uh, like no, it. No, see, I can't mm, – here's the thing. What? I can't do fish and chips on the Central Coast because they don't do dim sims properly. Dim sims aren't a uh, thing. That I've, I've noticed This in is Melbourne, a very Melbourne thing. It's a very Melbourne thing, this whole I actually, dim sim d- thing. I'm, 
not a hundred percent sure what a dim sim is. Well, me either, but it's fucking delicious. <laughs> it's like and no one else knows no how one, to do it, so yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. Nah, it, dim sims are the best. They're the best part of, of fish and chips, and no one, no, only Melbourne people know how to make. It's a dim not sim. even fish and chips. It's not fish and like, dim sim. Uh, yeah, is, it clearly is. Is it? Is it? Pardon my ignorance. Is it Chinese? Is the Chinese food? No dim sum. Because dim sum, it's it's kind Yum of chart. based. It's sort of based on dim sum, but it's not. It's 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 like an Australian thing. It's like it What's invented in it? here. Meat or vegetables? I don't know. You have no one to really know. knows. No, you no, have no, no, no one really knows. It's according sort of to, according to Wikipedia, a dim sim is a Chinese inspired meat and vegetable dumpling style snack. <laughs> There's so many like descriptors so in the that answer that makes to me all of your questions is yes. <laughs> <laughs> South Melbourne dim sims are the best. Yeah, yes. So I couldn't. I couldn't. Do, I can't do fish and chips elsewhere because they don't do dim sims, and then they call potato cake something dumb. Scallops, potato scallops. Yeah, is oh, what that's you're not to a call scallop. It. Potato scallop chicken palmy. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, anyway. No. So, I'm on Team Palmer. Palmer sounds better. Palmer is you, incorrect though because it's Parmigiana. If you look at the spelling, it's Parmigiana. It's parmigiana. You don't say Parmigiana. You say yeah, Parmigiana. Yeah, you do. Chicken Parmigiana. Incorrect, Franco. I'm disappointed in you. You're Italian. You should respect the well, original. If you want to respect the original, it comes from chicken Parmesan, which is Parma, like the. Parmesan, but it's not. 100%. But, no, but they call it. It's no. Parmesan, because no. you don't use Parmigiano Reggiano cheese, or no? You use like something else. Tasty yeah, cheese. you don't. But you were originally that's where it comes what, from. What? What is? I I like saying Parma. Whatever you are dead to me. <laughs> Parmi um, sounds like you know, like pajamas. <laughs> like put me pajamas childish. on. Yeah. Oh, I'll get a Parmi. Macca's was doing a palm. chicken Parmi burger, and I felt weird ordering it. Like it's yeah. it sounds like you're a little kid, and you just want like your little chicken Parmi. It's like you know when you you see other couples' baby talk to each other. That's what saying Parmi's like. Oh, it's off. that awkward like. Do you know shapes when they released a Parmi flavor? On one yeah. side of the box it said Palmy, on the other side it said Palma because they were releasing it in New South Wales and Victoria. Well, that sounds very um, inoffensive. Anyway, I want to tell my fish and chips story. Okay, tell, tell your fish and chips <laughs> Mum's Seafood, Yamina Beach, central coast of New South Wales, the best Great fish spot. and chips in the world, right? Like there was just something about the batter, their boxes, like you'd get a mixed pack and Shane and I would get like there'd be like fish, like cocktails, but they were really big, nice hunks of fish. you get garlic, like prawn twists. Have you ever had a prawn twist? They're very, I feel, I 90s. Like oh, yeah, you suck. Um, uh, we'd get scallops and prawns and chips and it was just like such a feast and it was like $35 for both of us and we'd just gorge ourselves. Sometimes, I'm not joking, we'd have it one night and then the next day we'd be like, do you want to get fish and chips again? Wow. And we'd eat it the next night. Like that's how good it was. So for Shane, he thinks fish and chips is now ruined because he tries all these other fish and chips and they don't live up to mum's. So when I get fish and chips here, I get it on my own. So it's quite difficult oh. because it's quite expensive to get on your own. Tell so, him to try dim sim. He won't be disappointed. Okay. Actually, the fish and chip shop I get from has the South Melbourne dim sim. So, there you go. But, yes, I get a piece of fish. So last night I had blue grenadier. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a... Crab stick because I'm disgusting and I love crab stick. They're the oh, best. They're I so can't bad. Stand no, crab they, these ones are they're really good. Franco, best. Franco, these ones are good. Oh. Crab stick's the only seafood I can eat. And a piece of calamari. The calamari oh, is delicious. No. And and chippies and lemon. Lots of chippies. lemon. Um, yeah. So that's chicken what salt. I get. Uh, no, I don't think this place does chicken salt. Their batter, oh, their oil that they cook their chips in is so good. Oh my god. You know what's a good fish and chip shop actually is um, fish market on Bridge Road in Richmond. Shout out. Shout out. I um, haven't been. 
I want to go to Smokies. Is it Smokies on Bridge Road? The chicken Never shop? Never heard of it. No, everyone goes. It's oh, really um, annoying. Smoky Chooks. Yeah, everyone. It's uh, Hamish and Andy. Um, hey, don't there. talk about other podcasts <laughs> on our podcast. I can confirm Smoky Chooks is incredible. People at work used to go and get it. And like if I was leaving and I'm getting in the elevator and someone had just been there and the whole elevator smelled like delicious charcoal chicken. Oh, my God. I love charcoal chicken. I'm really anyway, hungry. Anyway, we talk about Anyway, we talk about. Yeah, anyway. Uh, what was the question? Oh, yeah, just, just start small, exercise, whatever. That is it for another week of Can We Help You? No, I want to know what Jax's surprise is. Oh, the surprise. I forgot. Uh, yes, so uh, here's the thing. We talked a few weeks ago. Franco has beef with Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> I don't have beef with Louis Tomlinson. Play I, it up so that people will buy into okay, it. Well, pretty much I took down one of his photos because yeah. he used my photo without permission and I'm sorry that I turned Louis into an egg for a little <laughs> bit on Twitter. I, he's, I got to tell you, and I didn't tell you that I was doing this, but I was looking through all the old Twitter threads and – Jesus Christ, there's some intense people screaming at you on Twitter. Oh, is it really oh, that yeah. bad? There were yeah. so many death threats in so many yeah. different oh, languages. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. I'm really sorry that happened to you because that's not funny. Like, as oh, funny. Yeah. No, no, no. I, like, it's ha-ha. But the people who do that are, like, unhinged. Like, you shouldn't yeah, be giving no, a random is, person death true. threats on the internet. And people who get death threats on the internet know that it's an awful thing, but... I felt relatively safe because when looking at the profile photos of the people who were sending me death threats, they were usually under the age of 12. <laughs> yeah. God. It, it was very intense and I am so glad that I read through it. And and the thing is, it's still like it hasn't been addressed. Louis never spoken about it <laughs> since. And, you know, I feel like we need to get you and Louis in a virtual room together and clear the air. Mm-hmm. You know? It's really important. So we're on the lookout. We're trying to get to Louis Tomlinson however we can. Uh, we're just trying to get whoever whoever has any kind of relation to Louis on. Uh, and if you're listening and you have some kind of relationship or or connection to Louis in any way. In fact, you know what? Uh, you So you took a photo of Louis at the Sydney concert, Franco. Yes. I wouldn't be opposed to having someone on from the next concert, whatever that was, probably Melbourne, I think. Yes, it was. Um. If you went to the Melbourne One Direction concert, I want to know what Louis, what his attitude was like because it would have happened around that time. I want to see what he was like. So this was the On the Road Again tour in 2015. Yeah, so if you were at the Melbourne concert or any any after the Melbourne concert, even, you know, you know maybe you were overseas. It was a, it was a world tour. They went to a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. So if you were there, I want to know what Louis, had, what, what he was like. Did he seem off, you know? Yeah, it seemed off. Um, but I got a little surprise. What? And I've got a special guest um, and uh, we're going to get them on this week. Who so. is it? Who's the special? Uh, you just have to wait Come and find on. out. Come on, you can't. You've keep, teased you told us, this us you would much. tell us at the end of the no, episode. No, you have to. You have to wait and find out on the on the little. Uh, on the, we'll, we'll probably do a mini or something, and you'll find out then. You're so annoying. How sad for people who are One Direction fans who waited this whole time to find out that you're. Well, not if you're even a One Direction us. fan and you were at that concert, that Melbourne concert, then heat us up too. We'll get you on. You're We've so got to get annoying. to Louis. One yeah, way or another, we're getting there. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. But you told us you would tell us who we were talking oh, to. Well, you'll have to wait and find I out. I can't prepare if you don't tell me who they are. Ah, it's fine. <laughs> It'll be sweet. 
I don't know if Jax knows who we're talking about. Is it going to be like, I feel like it's going to be like his mum. And I was like, oh, yes, darling, I was there too. Oh, my mum. No, no, no. Vola, if you have any connection oh, or anything, hit us up, canwehelpypodcast.com at canwehelpypodcast on all your socials, canwehelpypodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up with your questions and any connection to Louie Tomlinson, we've got to get to Louie. Okay. That's an impassioned <sighs> plea. Yes, please, please. We've got to do this. We've got to do this for Franco. It's not for me. It's for Franco. <laughs> oh, it's not really for Franco. But... It's for Franco. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, you heard the man, people. If you have any sort of link to Louis Tomlinson, hit us up. And stay tuned for whatever this Oh yeah. Whatever this is, I can't even, like, spruik it to you because I don't <laughs> know who we're talking to or what it's going to be like. Just wait and find out. You'll see. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, Thank I've you. already done. I've already spruiked all the the places you can send us questions. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's it. We just say goodbye now. Okay. Arrivederci. Bye. Franco. Goodbye. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no wonder Louis didn't want anything to do with you. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.